Greetings, hello, and welcome to another episode of Cosmic Crit. My name is Tyler, and I get to do the intro this week. If you're listening to this on release day, then, hey, it's my birthday. But it's also New Year's Eve for most people. I have a personal challenge I'd like to issue, which is for everyone to get onto Twitter or the Discord and tell us what your tabletop RPG resolution would be this year. I know mine is to challenge myself to not build so many tanky characters. They're my fallback, my go-to, my love. But I really want to challenge myself this year to, to make builds that I, are out of my comfort zone. Really challenge and push myself to be more familiar with some of the classes that I just don't gravitate towards too naturally. So if you can't think of a challenge, there you go. Make builds that are outside your comfort zone. Force yourself to learn some new things. The more that you can flex your RPG chops, the better you're going to be when you get into those RP situations that we love so much on the podcast. And lastly, I would like to remind everybody about the announcement we made just last Monday. CritterCon 2 is going to run from April 26th to April 28th, 2019. And there have been a lot of people who've been working very hard to make sure that it's going to be a big success. And we've also been granted official Paizo support. This will be a charity support as we are going to be helping Doctors Without Borders. So mark those dates in your calendars. Get ready for some major SFS action. I know we have a lot of really, really fun things that we haven't announced yet planned. And I know that I'm going to have a busy few days. And I'm very excited to get in there, raise some money for a really great organization. But that's all the time I wanted to take out of your guys' day. I want to get you into the episode. It's a fun one. Aren't they all? This is episode 66. Attack of the Cloaked. Last time on Cosmic Crit. Oh snap! It's Mountain Eel's first cousin twice removed, the Cernok. The mining overflow room was overflowing with Cernox. Cernox, Schmernox. We found a room full of zombies staring at computer screens. <sighs> Kids today, know what I mean? Hacker Trio, assemble! Andis, Raimi, and Knack put their heads together to hack their way into the eyes and ears of the ship. Yet another Corpse Fleet boss tries to convert us to join their side. Hey, you got your boss fight in my boss fight! The crew fights Officer Malakar in what should have been a hard fight, but... Alindra rolled crits. We reached level 12. We control the horizontal. We control the vertical. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Howdy, Vault Hunters. It's your pal, Handsome Jack here, welcoming you back to another year of plundering Pandora for alien tech and riches beyond imagination. Welcome to the Borderlands of Bone in this week's Cosmic Crit. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM around these parts. Your gun-zerking maniac, and I'm here to kill Crimson Raiders and initiate a big game hunt alongside a few thousand evil robots. Joining me on this campaign of Carnage are my five fellow hunters and your players to my left a small robot who feels that the other players are his get a minions it's true playing clapnack i wanted to be mr torg <laughs> and to his left an expressive assassin with an impossibly accurate disruption rifle it's jabert playing andis zero oh yeah that's the character that i played and across the 
Yes, across the digital table. Cute pigtails and a robot drone is all he needs, and I could be welcoming Miles playing Remy Quindar the Necromancer. Good evening! To his left, this siren has three rounds of iridium coursing through her veins and is ready to explode. It's Rebecca playing Melendra Vallis. Hello! And finally, to my right, a giant mask psycho vest coming at you, dual-wielding swords. It's Tyler playing a Dross Veronis. Oh, man. It's just one of those moments. Catch a rat! <laughs> <laughs> Tyler had something for this one. Yay! <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. Did you guys have a, a good holiday week off? We didn't play at all last week. When this yeah, airs. I what? missed it. Let's get back to Starfinder. <laughs> no, well, hold your horses, Rebecca. We got <laughs> business to deal with. A reminder for those of you that don't listen to our special episodes, but they sometimes do have a bit of an impact here on the main show. Namely, last week during our Skittermander holiday, Drew won a natural 20 roll on this week's episode only. Not a re-roll, mind you. But you can flat out make any die roll in this episode a natural 20. So congratulations. Yeah. Yay, Drew. But that's not all because, you know, who does get a re-roll this episode? Tyler. Happy birthday, Tyler. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) I surprised you with this. Oh, man. I'm so excited. I'm 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're old as heck. (laughs) The little guy. (laughs) Okay. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Oh, he's so cute and bashful. All right. All right. Kids these days. <laughs> Not that much younger. Congrats, Tyler. Yeah, no, he's well, like a few years younger than me, and I'm like, what an old sack of fleam. Uh, no, I'm very, I'm very excited. I get to, uh, I get to go. Uh, my my wonderful wife rented out a whole like half of a, a brewery uh, in Portland. So I get to go drink, eat food, be merry. Can't be much better than that. Nice. Wow. I invited all of you, but none of you are coming. <laughs> yeah. It's Bit like a right after Christmas. And it's <laughs> a little hard. I'm actually flying to Portland that weekend, but I have other plans in Portland. So mm. ugh, I'm sorry. I can't oh, make it. Oh, just sometimes you <laughs> can't I'm going to the... be there the day before and the day after, but not the day of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he flies flies twice that uh, the day of your birthday. Um, I mean, I know I, I know we're joking around, but if that was real, I would be fuming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so ha- happy birthday! Uh, congrats on both of you on your various roles. Completely non-combat episode this week, so those are going to be wasted. But um, <laughs> I, what else we get to do this episode? We get to talk about your characters getting to level twelve. I do want to hold off on doing that right now. Because I just want to jump right into playing, talk about what happened at the end of last week's episode. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah. 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 You all seemingly bested the commander uh, and one of her seconds in command in the hangar bay here, this officer named Malakar. And you have gained access to her section of a tier 10 computer system. And in doing so, you unlocked a digital assistant, a glowing red holographic skull with a morbid smile on its face. And it says, my name is Scully, your digital assistant. I am a creation by your GM to help contextualize a lot of information in the AP. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Scully. Scully. have you here. That oh, Scully. That seems a little on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you make up a digital assistant, hey, Drew? Hey, he doesn't have a nose. 
He's just a skull. <laughs> so you've got this digital assistant here, Skullby. You've got access to the computer. And the last thing where we left off is you asked about Project Tombstone. And Skullby says, you all want to know about Project Tombstone? Well, <laughs> let me access that. You have Malakar's permission, it seems, or at least you have her hand. So that sounds good to me. <laughs> Accessing the locked and private files of Officer Malakar. Buffering, buffering. Project Tombstone is an advanced scheme developed by Malakar and hidden within a subsystem in this computer module. It is comprised of two main sections, one filed under Wraith 2.0 and the other a large data set labeled Tomb Robber. There are also subfolders labeled Blackmail, Security Hacks, Potential Mutineers. Would you like to know more about one of these? Uh, I'd like to search the hard drive for Rise of the Tomb Robber. I'll a few hours just doing this. I'll be I'll be back. I'll just you guys go ahead. <laughs> Does this have Minesweeper? That's what I need to know. <laughs> it's just like Minesweeper. Tomb Sweeper. Yes. <laughs> They're all little tombstones. Well, no, I think I think last week yeah, you you asked what Project Tombstone is. Now you've got some more information here. Uh, what would you like to ask Scoby? So so what's what's this grave robber? Tomb Robber. Tomb Robber. I said it five seconds ago. <laughs> Tomb Robber is a security breach virus that can be used to trigger security alerts anywhere on the ship. Each usage of this virus requires that you consume the codes within a security key card, and they can only be used once. Hmm. Which we have three of right now, is that right? Four of, I think. Four. Four. Okay. If you're looking to make a big commotion, this program can give you a great distraction, just like Officer Malker hoped it would. What was the distraction needed for? Oh, why she was planning a mutiny, of course. A, a mutiny to take over the Empire of Bones? <laughs> yeah, she was great. But for for what reason? She thought uh, she's been on the ship for a few hundred years and it was her turn to be in command. So her 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 goal was still the same as the corpse fleet. Oh, yeah, she hates people like you with flesh and, and, and living. She just wanted to kill everyone like you faster. Who is the current commander of the Empire of Bones? The ship's highest ranking officer currently is the Armada's leader, Admiral Saravox. The ship's captain is Captain Gordon Ashal. This section of Hangar Bay was operated and ran by Officer Malakar. Uh, Skullby, can you tell us where the location of the bridge is? <laughs> Why, of course. The... Bridge is located on the command section, aka deck three. What deck is this? <laughs> Why, we're on deck 18, of course. What, what's the most direct route to getting to deck three? Well, walking through the vessel, that will take approximately five hours. But under current security procedures, with the sections of the ship closed during space combat, walking to it is all but impossible, at least without direct authorization from the captain or chief of security. Permission from either of them, though, and you can requisition one of the ship's many grav trains and arrive at the command deck in a matter of minutes. Do we need permission to use the grav trains, or could we possibly, I don't know, borrow one? The grav trains are currently on lockdown due to security procedures. The nearest station is 20 minutes walk from this computer terminal. There were two people who could authorize access. One was the captain and the other was... The chief of, of security. Where is the chief of security's office? They are on deck three, the command deck. Oh, well, great. Where's the train? <laughs> uh, they, they can outline it. It's a, a fairly short walk from here. Getting, I'm getting ready to own another train. I'm <laughs> <laughs> can, can we back out into the menu and get the, the top menu options again? 
yeah, so you've you've looked into a few things in Project Tombstone so far. The Tomb Robber virus, there's another huge file called Wraith 2.0, as well as subfolders for what looks like blackmail that she was, you know, uh, things that she was using uh, in, in order to, to stage a mutiny. But the other one is a very large section of this computer module. Wraith 2.0. So let's, what's Wraith 2.0? Wraith 2.0 is a virus that has been fed into the Empire Bone security system over the last several years by Officer Malakar. You can use it to dampen security protocols in a specific area. It also renders forms invisible to the ship's computers and robotic security. Mm. Right, that's, that's, that's how we're standing here without anybody else knowing that we're here yet. Could yeah, we, and you guys... We, did see yourselves on about five or six different security cameras in the uh, command room uh, where you fought Officer Malakar. You have been under constant surveillance the entire time you've been on the ship. Right, right, great. Can we use that to access the the trams? Wraith 2.0? Yes. As I said, that is able to dampen security protocols in a specific area and render forms invisible, but it will not be able to spoof authorization of grav train control from the captain or chief of security. So, uh, Nack, you have the you have the ability to, to change your form, right? You have the the hollow projector. It's hollow skin, so that's that's only going to go you so cha- far. Could you possibly change it to Malakar and call the head of security in order to come up with a reason to get us on that train to deck three? Well, uh, what if it, it does not make you look exactly like someone else? It's how oh. it barely changes, uh, you know, one's look to to be like you can look kind of undead, but like an undead Ahsoki. <laughs> Patrick, I have a question. Mm-hmm. You said that uh, one of these uh, one of the things we have access to now can create a security like a, a security alarm, right? Like a security breach alarm. Tomb robber. Yes. So what would does it make sense uh, that if we were to create, if we were to use Tomb Robber, Tomb Robber to create a security breach alarm, that the security officer might send a security team to our deck via the grav trains, and then we could ambush them. No, it seems looking at the data here during these kind of maneuvers, they just shut down the grav trains completely. There are hundreds of security detail that would just be able to walk to any specific section of the deck, including uh, you can tell that they are indeed thousands of security robots on board the Empire of Bones. Okay. So it sounds like the grav trains are just out. We're just going to have to find a totally a different way. So, no, oh. I mean, you can, uh, <laughs> you can obviously try and steal one, but it is, they would be locked currently. So you would have to do some yeah. kind of, fancy computers and or engineering to unlock. Well, I don't know if any of us can do that, though. <laughs> You're plum out of luck, it seems well, like. Does anybody, anybody have, have, did anybody put a rank in computers at any point in this campaign? You know, let, let me let me double check. I might have a couple We just leveled up to 12. You should, you should think about putting at least one in. Uh, yeah, I, I think I have a couple. Uh, okay. So maybe, maybe as we continue to go through what Skullby can tell us, we'll find another option as part of this because uh, there were a couple other options i think that we had not i guess there was some blackmail <laughs> no as far as getting to the command deck there is really just the grab trains mm-hmm. walking there it, it would basically be fighting through the entire ship through um, 15 decks <laughs> can we download these programs and operate them remotely 
Yes. Well, you can set them off uh, remotely and kind of link them to a data pad or to your to your rig. <clears throat> As you're looking them over, Andis, you are pretty sure that you could alter them to your own you know usage. Uh, particularly Wraith 2.0, it seems to have Commander Malakar's likeness entered into the database. But you're you're certain that you could just take the footage that she captured of you and with some time enter the five of you into Wraith 2.0 as well. Hmm. Once again, that renders you invisible to the security systems on the ship, cameras so and least, robots. So at least then if we hacked one of the grav trains and used it, and I mean, I think that would then notify someone, but then if they were to try to use the security systems to look inside the grav train, it would just appear like an empty car, the security. Yeah, basically. Could we trick the security camera to look like it is Malakar doing this stuff so that, oh, maybe, oh, Malakar is planning a coup. Let's send the security chief down with a, t- a special team to take care of Malakar because she's she's going. I mean, it, once again, it, thousands of robots on the ship. They, they would not have anyone uh, a high rank leave the command deck during a battle situation. And also, like, either way, whether they think it's Malakar or they think it's an empty cab, I think they're still just going to send a dispatch team down to... Did you guys like fighting eight commandos? (laughs) Because I have, like, 800 of those guys. So sweet. So here's here's an odd idea. What if we wait a little bit and see if the the space battle ends? Uh, You mean wait until either we're destroyed or the corpse fleet takes over the uh, the deadly, deadly super weapon? Yeah, I'm not sure we want to do that. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best idea. That sounds like a lose-lose situation. Yeah. Can you imagine how short Star Wars would be if they're like, let's see how this pans out first. Yeah. Right? Like, Luke is just like, I'm just going to hide in this cell with so, this princess. Sometimes you got to destroy a few Alderans before you can take out the Death Star. That's all I'm saying. No, no, there's only one Alderan, <laughs> and it's gone now, Drew. Yeah. You killed it with your waiting. Okay, so I think it sounds like a good idea to put our likenesses into Wraith 2.0. I agree. Yes. So that we will be invisible to the security cameras, so... Right. And, and we can play hijinks on the robots. Right, that's... I mean, yeah, I think that would obviously that's a priority, be a thing that we're going to do. <laughs> and, but I think uh, maybe next step is uh, try to make our way over to that over to that uh, train, and as we approach, maybe we uh, when we turn a hallway turn down a hallway we activate the uh, the protocol and then so it looks like we just sort of oceans 11 style disappear on the hallway and then are never <laughs> seen again I like it. Yeah. <laughs> tomb uh, robber is very much uh, an, an oceans 11 style misdirect right. uh, basically you can you know pick a completely separate part of the ship and and turn on all the alarms there which will drain resources from from where you are if you guys want to try and use that in order to gain some peace and quiet, I know you are all probably pretty interested in, in doing some rest in. That is yeah. a possibility. I see. That, that's how that works. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the the Wraith system works for a short period of time or just does the thing? It's continuous. It is not like a, a light virus that is infecting this computer. It, it has been fed in over the course of years, so it has corrupted code from the bottom up. It, it I has taken a long time, so it is very powerful. And in addition to that, Wraith 2.0 can dampen, if an alarm does go off where you are, you can 
basically make it so it, it it's still going off locally, but it doesn't raise alarms anywhere else on the ship. Mm. I see. Okay, that makes very sense. very powerful. Yeah, Wraith sounds pretty good. So what's the what's the plan? You guys want to head out now? Uh, should we take a rest? Let's take Anyone a rest. Let's take rest? a little bit of a yeah. of a rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to rest because uh, in our some of the loot we discovered uh, last time was there was there was some there was some gear in there that we discovered that Andis could turn into some force fields uh, for armor, and uh, I would like for him, I would like yeah. to ask ask them to do that. The Oxygen Callers. Well, I will warn you. Scoby pops back up and says. It, it looks like you're hunkering down. Uh, security protocols will have a detail come through this hangar bay in about five hours. I suggest you move along in order not to be caught by Captain Nashal and then dismembered and hacked into little bits. And then with your corpses, they'll reanimate those and turn you into zombies stuck in the chairs monitoring long-range telemetry. This has been Scully, your digital assistant. So, ten-minute rest, right? Well, we have, uh, uh, we have we five, have five hours. hours. I would like to take two hours to sleep so that I can get all my spells back. Sure. If anybody else wants to rest, though, it's going to take longer than that. So if we rested, if we rested for two hours, how much is there like a ratio of stuff we get back? Or is it just nothing? No, you get zero back. You lose, sir. Good day. Um, (laughs) uh, Hey, Rami, before you uh, fall asleep, move this fusion for me, will (laughs) you? I want to move a conserving fusion from my minor disruption pistol to my Paragon semi-auto pistol that I picked up from... (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Okay, so yeah, you guys can take a couple hours here, but uh, I mean, unless you want to do some more fights here in the hangar bay, I'd recommend heading out. Yeah, I think we should get a move on. Let's go. Yeah, I'm down to to get on. Okay, so just to confirm, my RP went up because of my level up, so mm-hmm. does that mean that I have eight RP and not seven, even though I just spent one? Is that right? Correct. You just, um, your max goes up and you, you'll get that difference. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, great. So, moving on from the hangar bay, you all find yourselves in these long, bone-lined service corridors that seem to connect different sections of the ship they seem like hollowed out bones of, of massive creatures, ovoid, devoid of life, open to the vacuum of space, and large enough, certainly, to move large vehicles through, but mostly empty. And walking on, it's it's only about five minutes or so from the hangar bay that you turn a corner and are met with a security patrol of eight Yoxian robots marching back in the direction uh, to, towards the starboard side of the ship. What would you guys like to do? Let's activate Wraith and see what they do. Yeah. Does anybody want to hide or cast any spells or do anything fancy smancy? Uh, we have Wraith activated, so they can't, they, they don't, they don't sense us as anything, correct? If what Skullby told you is true, yes. I mean, he's a, he's a skull robot. How could we not trust every <laughs> single word that he says? I don't know. Be smart and suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if you guys just want to stand there, I mean, they. I mean, I want to. Uh, Neck wants to cling to the wall to stay out of the direct path. Because even if they don't <laughs> yeah. notice you, I feel like if they bump into something weird, that might set off something. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's sort of what I'm thinking too. Andis would like to sort of like test to see 
if this is really how this thing works. And 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 Patrick, if it doesn't, and you let us do this, I I will never be your friend again. <laughs> um, you beat up four of the security robots just fine. I think this is going to be a fun fight, so don't worry about it. Okay. No, the, they do march right up to you and do not halt their gait at all. They continue walking, and you can just stand to the side and you know, wave a hand in front of their optical uh, monitors, and nothing. Oh, I'm, dr- I'm driving private parts in their faces. <laughs> Pronk head with an arrow pointing up at the <laughs> the face. Exactly. Yeah, they they move on without noticing you. And while this is happening, uh, if you've taken a peek around now that you know what you're looking for, you do see a security camera just about every sixty feet or so in this hallway. Hmm. So hmm. Was, if that was was that the five hour security detail sweep or was that just a, rant, a regular just wondering if we could have just turned on Wraith and then slept. But maybe that's still not a good idea. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows who? How much would you like to test this GM? That's the, the real question. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to through these hallways past where you've uh, crossed these robots. If you are looking for a place to rest, you're able to find what looks like a defunct side corridor, maybe off of this main one that goes into a few maybe unused rooms. You find a cargo room filled with empty crates and the workings of a rudimentary construction station, maybe for crafting machine parts. And if you are interested, uh, you can set up Tomb Robber, the, the virus to basically direct patrols and security sweeps away from this corridor. If you would like to post up here and everyone else rest up for the, the eight hours. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like something we very much want to do. That was that, a great idea. It, it takes one of your key cards. I mean, it will basically destroy the code that is on one of the key cards, leaving you with three. But that is up to you if that's something you want to do. I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Dross, I think. Or Dross would want to come up to Raimi, who doesn't have to rest, or maybe he doesn't have to rest as much, and uh, say, Arya, one of those last fights left me a little feeling worse for wear. I've heard of one time, Nack stabbed me in the butt with a serum that uh, replenishes health. And uh, also earlier today, Jabert did it too. And earlier today, Jabert... Um, not Jabert, I don't, I don't even know who that is. I don't even know no, who that no. is. What, what is a Jibbert? Is that how you say uh, it? Yes, it's an odd alien creature out in the vast. Um, Andus, they they have used it on me as well. I believe it's it's a lesser restoration serum and uh, I, I was wondering if you could make, try and make one. Yeah, sure. I've got, I've got nothing but time right now, so... I might as well. Uh, you guys uh, still have fantastic. some UPBs, I imagine, in your, your sacks you've brought with you. <laughs> Ramey, Miles, I know you're not down a ton of RP, but if you want to gain your RP back, I, I only have you used one <laughs> since since leaving the controller planetoid. If you want to get that back, you will have to rest eight hours. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to help uh, Adros. Yeah, that's fine. Crafting that only takes like an hour or so. So if you guys want to also spend some time crafting, we can do that. And yeah, you get all your RP back, all your SP, and anyone that you know um, gets a good night sleep here, maybe in Alindra's Hotelier, uh, you get 12 HP back as well. And we're level 12 now. Yeah, I have bedrolls and cots for everyone. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Um, I, I know it, it, this is science fiction, but I just imagine like Olindra having this like gigantic like backpack 
Oh, I do. It's a Starfinder backpack. <laughs> no, 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 like like, an, like a comically overbearing one that like has like a little miniature like super tent in it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I really just chamber, I guess. But I imagine it's like a capsule from Dragon Ball Z, and she just like throws it on the ground. Right, like, right. No, I know. It's just, it's just, it, it, it's funny that if she in battle she had like this like very like palatial like tank uh, tent set up with her, and she finally gets to use it. Oh boy. Yeah, no, it's it's only one bulk, so I really I gotta imagine it's really kind yeah, of teeny. like it's compact, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it, it's fairly easy to set up. Let's take this time now <laughs> that we've gotten to a, a resting point for your characters to talk about level twelve and, and leveling up. And if you're crafting stuff, we'll go around you folks. You know how we do. This is the. 11th time that we've done this a level up on the show and uh, yeah I just want to hear maybe something cool that you got something um, interesting happening with your, your gear if you're gearing up during this break let's start with Tyler if that's alright can we talk about Ed Ross that's a great idea Patrick is it a fun, <laughs> fun level for a soldier nope oh no <laughs> I'm glad I started with you. We'll start with yeah. That, that, that's why I said it was a great idea. Uh, I can hit things harder and better. And oh, the end. Would, and would you say and stronger? Plus <laughs> yeah, one better. Say the same thing. <laughs> I would say plus. I would say plus one better. Uh, soldiers, uh, usually. Well, I, the only thing unique to to Edros at this level is that normally I would get a combat feat, but because I have, uh, I'm a divan, uh, divine champion of Serenry, I do not get the combat feat. Uh, what I do get access to is. Uh, the fourth level spell from my healer connection, which be, is fourth level mystic healing, which means now I can he, I can heal someone uh, for something like seventy six plus my whiz. That's so, about right. Yeah. So I mean that's it. Otherwise it's pretty bull, pretty uh, you know uh, normal. Is that seventy six or seven d six? D six. Seventy six. Drew. Clears <laughs> <laughs> up everything. I, I I had the same reaction, and I was like, we're never going to die again. <laughs> well, it's one use and goes up 76 hit points. Well, wow. Very exciting. And you, you also you needed uh, uh, Raimi to, to craft you up a um, <laughs> uh, some kind of ampule. Is that what you're angling for? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if it's a serum or it's an ampule. I think it's an ampule. Of lesser resto. Is that something that's on his Technomancer list? No, he wouldn't have lesser resto. That's on the mystic list. Mm. That's why I was hoping it could also be a serum. No. There is a serum I lesser resto because I had one that I used on you. Yeah, I'm trying to figure this out. It's going to take some reading. Okay. Well, we're, we're happy that your, your character didn't have that much to level up because you can spend the time doing this. When I go over to Drew and talk about Envoy level 12 because it's actually a cool one, right? You get another improvisation. Yes, I get another Envoy improvisation, and guess what, everybody? We're moving from Clever a f- clever Faint to Clever Attack! Uh, so much like I can use Get'em as either a move action or alongside an attack, I can now use Clever Faint alongside an attack. So I can now not only Get'em and Faint, but also attack as well, which is going to be pretty nice. Uh, and Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind dope. of like the... Um, the leveling up of of an envoy. It's like first you can attack and you can get them uh, standard and move action, and then you can just standard action attack and get them and do something else with your move action. And now all all three the the old uh, bluff check from a distance, get them and a shot 
Yeah, which is which is going to be nice with that new pistol I picked up last week. Uh, and yeah, oh, and oh. and your your natural twenty that you get on a dice this episode Ooh, only, yeah. which is definitely going to end before we ever get to combat. So Let's I apologize about that. Let's start a fight. Uh, and uh, my my corporate <laughs> go agent. back and get those eight robots. <laughs> hey, ugly. one of them looked at me funny. <laughs> Grease trap, come here. Uh, and so, and uh, my theme bonus actually gets a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing at level twelve called strong arm tactics, where if I use an intimidate check, I can have the effects of that intimidate check last three times as long. Unfortunately, at GM discretion, meaning if there's <laughs> so it, it because it's throwing the name of the company around, and if there's no reason for the enemies to know what the name of the company is then it obviously wouldn't work. So I couldn't use that on like a, an unintelligent <laughs> creature or the robots. Yeah, no, that's pretty funny. Uh, we'll see if that comes up before the end of this campaign. I'm excited <laughs> about that. Um, awesome, awesome. Um, let's go on to Miles. Miles, tell me about Raimi. We've got a 12th level technomancer in the party. So level 12 is a little, it's like, it's like, uh, Edros. So it's, it's, it's a little, I don't want to say boring, but simple. Yeah. The next level 13th is when you start getting fifth level spells. Unfortunately, not there well, yet. Let's hope I make it to 13. Uh, so I chose rewire flesh T4. Oh, you got a new, is that I a got fourth a new level? level? Yeah. I got a new level four, uh, level four spell. Mm. And uh, so like rewriting the code that makes up a computer program, you you manipulate the target's DNA to painfully rewire that target's biological functions to mimic the cold and rigid process of a robot. The target must succeed in a will saving throw or all of its movement speeds are halved and it takes 3d6 slashing damage per round on its turn as its internal organs shift and transform to become more like the inner components of a robot. Each round, that target can attempt a fortitude saving throw to half the damage the spell causes. While this spell is in effect, the target's body becomes visibly more robotic, its voice is tinny and halting, its movements are jerky. The target has uh, is flat-footed condition and takes a minus two penalty to all sense motive checks as well as charisma based and dexterity based skill checks and ability checks so you, you turn someone in to mr roboto like they're doing the robot yeah you know, jerky movements and stuff i can only pop and lock that's weird yeah <laughs> it, answers it, are weird it seemed really fun i hope i get to use it um well, not that this episode. Definitely no combat coming. Well, so. I, 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 I get, I get that, and and that also makes me highly suspicious that there's going to be uh, really hard combat in about 15 minutes. Uh, but my my problem, and this is something that I have experienced throughout the campaign, is some of the stuff that has saving throws. You tend to pass a lot of them, so we'll see if I actually get to. <laughs> Well, I think it, it, it depends. I think if I'm rolling good attack rolls in the episode, my uh, saves fail and then vice versa. I'm rolling like 20s on on saves and I can't hit you guys for nothing. Uh, on, on my straightforward uh, stuff like the arcing surge and um, my explosion, definitely. Mm. But on stuff like control undead and, and, and some of the more kind of uh, fancier spells, you seem right. to have always rolled rocks on those. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that spell. Welcome to level 12 miles. Let's move on to Rebecca Alindra level 12. This is when the Solarian starts to top. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so people in Discord have been asking exactly how much damage my solar weapon does these days. <laughs> now that I am yeah. a level 12, if I hit, I do with my with my new photon crystal too. So I do mm. 7d6 damage plus 22 in damage mods because that includes my strength and my charisma and various other things. Plus my photon attunement damage bonus went up to 3 with this level. So that is a lot of damage. That's too much. So I'm excited to use it. That's disgusting. <laughs> you, you don't want to rework your character and be a, an armor solarian? No, <laughs> Please. no. You would have plus two to your AC at this point. Rebecca. Oh, man. <laughs> Hard <laughs> choice. <laughs> what a um, bummer. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. But also, I got a solar revelation at this level. Mm. Uh, so... To stay in balance, I had to choose a Graviton uh, revelation. Right. So I went with Gravity Surge, which makes me into a Jedi, basically, because I can perform a disarm or trip combat maneuver from 30 feet away. And if I am Graviton attuned, then if I disarm, then the weapon flies to me and I can catch it in the air. Or if I am tripping them, then I can pull my target toward me by 10 feet. So it's it's like scorpions get over here. Yeah. <laughs> you you trip them, they're on their back and then you're like whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah. Closer. So we'll see how how useful that that is if assuming it actually uh, succeeds, but <laughs> So yeah. I want to see that in action. I know. And last but not least, Jabert, let's talk about Andis 147. Is is Andis doing anything uh, particular in this downtime? Anything special? Um, Andis is going to do a little bit of crafting. Um, you know, I mean, it's it, this has been sort of the case for a few classes, but the mechanic is sort of a slow level at level 12. Mm-hmm. So I multi-classed into Biohacker. Go on! <laughs> yeah. Spoilers, everyone. There are new classes that are being playtested right now, if you didn't listen to right. our it, interview it, a few weeks back with Owen Casey Stevens. Jabert was like asking all the biohacker questions, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell, me, tell me more about this. <laughs> yeah, and, tell and, me and, more. And Jabert ruins somebody's season two character bracket uh, quiz thing. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, people can still pick these classes in season two, but I'm excited to to test one of them out before then. Yeah. Test them out maybe next episode, the next time we have a fight. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited to test it out uh, during the actual playtest period. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can provide a little bit of feedback. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the biohackers are uh, pretty interesting. Yes. Um, now, it's not a space scientist per se, but the, I mean, obviously your character can be a scientist if they're a biohacker. There's some pretty cool stuff that you can read up on still about this class and, and playtest yourself, but I'm very interested to see how it works on top of 11 levels yeah. of of already super intelligent mechanic. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, the uh, I mean, you say it doesn't have to be a sci- uh, scientist, but you do have to pick a field of study of which there is mm-hmm. endocrinology, enzymology, oh, yeah. genetics, pharmacology, toxicology. It's like, no, nah, it's all science. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the cool things about the class is obviously I imagine you're going to pick Intelligence, intelligence yeah. but you can yeah. also pick wisdom and just yeah, yeah be, you choose, like, you feel it. Your key ability, your key ability score between wisdom and intelligence, and sort yeah. of based off of that, you uh, either get the uh, studious 
scientific method or the in, or the instinctive scientific mm-hmm. method, and sort of uh, you get sort of different benefits to each one of those. Um, since my uh, intelligence is going to be the key ability, mo- uh, key, key ability score for this one, I get to add my intelligence modifier to perception, sense motive, and will saves. It's so good. Wow. And so that's pretty. <laughs> pretty bonkers and so but uh so so in my in my downtime here i'm gonna be spending about an hour crafting a uh just uh, like a pair of binoculars that go on your face now so you have like plus seven two perception (laughs) take that nerd no um i'm I'm crafting a uh i'm crafting a uh, a needler rifle Mm, so with the injection special quality exactly there is exactly one long arm with the injection special weapon property (laughs) (laughs) and it's a level one gun and i'm making it and i'm gonna use it (laughs) well with with biohacker you can you can use any weapon with injection and be proficient with it even if you don't have that proficiency which is an interesting rule so you can sorry uh, yeah yeah any weapon you can build a sniper if you wanted in the future sorry what you can build a sniper yeah. rifle with injection yeah. in the, the uh, future if you wanted. No, you gain uh, proficiency with all weapons that have the uh, injection special weapon property. Yeah, yeah. There are so snipers, if there's a, there are snipers a with sniper. the injection special weapon property. Oh right, yeah. It's not a long arm. Nope, it's yeah. a different class. But I'm, I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> that we're gonna get some cool injection weapons when the character operations manual comes out. Like. I don't know. Um, a grenade that injects, maybe? Who knows? Yeah, there was. I mean, there, there were some. Bomb. There were some interesting ones in the uh, in the armory, but uh, mm-hmm. there were a lot of there were a lot of melee weapons that did injection in the armory. And we know what Andis loves to do: run up and, and punch something with uh, with a baton, right? It's my very favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's a uh, it's a it's a little tricky because I mean when you're using this, so you either choose to shoot the enemy with something to like debuff them, mm-hmm, or you mm-hmm. choose to shoot a, a an ally with something that will that will buff them. But you know, sort of since it's an injection weapon, it always fires against KAC. And so, yes, friends. <laughs> friends count as flat-footed, though, so it's a little easier to hit friends with, yeah, with the injection. And, but good and, luck. And you with always Tyler. have a, and you always have a plus one with injection weapons. Right, so, right. Yeah, the efficiency is it or yeah, yeah, or um, yeah. It's the injection expert is sort of what the ability uh, is called. Don't don't worry, uh, Jabert. Edros always counts as threatening himself, so you'll still get the plus one for a coordinated shot. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> you just you walk around with a sword on over your head, like at any moment I could do it. I'm just gonna take myself out this fight. I mean, if you look at his rolls, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> awesome. Um, this is this is the last time you guys get to level up. More than likely, before the end of this campaign, are you feeling good about your decisions? most <laughs> kind of i didn't have to really make any decisions so, yeah, yeah yours is pretty simple it's like <laughs> added some hit points saves go up bing bang boom yes oh patrick i was gonna say uh, i cannot mm-hmm. we cannot make serums of lesser restoration but i'm glad uh, you spent all you, this time looking up. yeah thanks you do heal ability damage at the rate of one per day yep so, so if you're taking a, a full rest you only had one left right yeah so i that just it just that just go, would go away. It, I just don't know if it's one day from when I was affected or if it's just like you just take a full rest and it's gone. I think it's a full rest. 
Um, we'll double check on that, but I'm pretty sure if you, you know, you guys are spending at least, I believe, 10 hours in this little cul-de-sac here, cordoning off in this room, maybe setting through Tomb Ropper, um alarms on the other side of the, the ship. But yeah, you, you are able to get it back all of your RP and, and do some crafting in that time. And yeah, the next day, you guys can muster yourselves up, collect your your gear, your weapons, and, and head on out. The map that you've downloaded says that, yeah, the nearest grab station is really only now a few hundred feet uh, of corridors away. So oh, nice. is is a pretty short walk. Nice. I'm sorry, I misspoke before. My damage mods are actually 26 with photon achievement. What, what did you say before? <laughs> said 25. <laughs> I oh, forgot well. to uh, increase my damage mod for the level increase. Oh, gross. <laughs> also, I'm a mega celebrity now, or Dross is, because of his Oh, nice. Yeah. It doesn't do us any good. It's actually really cool if we were anywhere with <laughs> anybody. In the patch world. <laughs> yeah, we would get discounts. Where we I get recognized by just about anybody. Are uh, you still an icon? I could have swore you yeah. changed at some point. Nope. Nope, I'm a mega celebrity at this point. It's DC5 just to recognize me. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Alindra is pretty starstruck because her flanking buddy is apparently really famous. I'm so... Dross is a boy, oh boy. Like like five years from now, she's going to be in a bar. Like He's going to be on TV. She's going to be like, I flanked with that guy. guy. (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we would I flanked him good. <laughs> Drew Knack would be in love because we, I can give if people recognize me, if vendors recognize Adros, we get ten percent discounts and, and you know, oh my gosh. stuff like stuff like that. Oh, what like a ten, perk of being a celebrity! Only ten percent amateur. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> See Knack gonna. Last time Knack tried to give us a discount, I think we got increases. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, as you all are joking, making your way down this this corridor. I mean, you could be like full screaming at the top of your lungs in your your spacesuits uh, because oh, it sound does not travel through the vacuum. But I imagine as you get to where the grav train station is, you might want to like start slowly creeping up the short walk ends and you find yourself in front of a what seems like a very large section of this ship and turning the corner you peek out and see at the foreside of this huge chamber the grav train station two large channels that run port to starboard disappearing into inky darkness of unlit tunnels in either direction this is the grav train station why don't you guys make me a perception check Drew you can go ahead and you can use that natural 20 right now buddy if you want I'm guessing that's a no. <laughs> okay, we got we got a a duel between <laughs> Drew and Rebecca. You've both rolled thirty six. Mm-hmm. It's way too much. That's too much. <laughs> um, uh, so let me let me explain what you see here. If you're both just kind of peeking out, faintly glowing purple tracks illuminate these two channels, which are definitely where the the station is. These two channels, and on one of them you see a four car tram that sits on top of these tracks locked into place what looks like by several bulky mooring clamps 
you see a massive cargo crane on the fore side of the tracks near the port side tunnel with a, a pile of crates nearby. And likewise, you see some low benches, computerized readout displays, and what looks like a little security station in the middle of this room that is open air behind some low walls, about 25 square feet. And in there, in this station, you also see a number of undead commandos patrolling the platform and a couple that look like they're making security sweeps while a few sit idly by on the benches, another one dressed in even more formal corpse fleet armor stands inside the, the center area. Go ahead and reveal everything that you guys are seeing on this huge map. Patrick, you said there are a number of them. Can you tell us which number? <laughs> well, because you rolled so well on this perception check, over 30, in addition to the four that you see, kind of in front of the, the platform, you see what looks like at the far port aft end of the platform, an observation platform raised 50 feet above the station. And inside there's a light and you can see slight movement from within, though it seems from your current position, you're defilated from anyone currently inside. If you were to step out further into the platform, they would be able to see you fully. But underneath this platform, a ladder ascends to this position. So it looks like just from that quick count, there is at least five. So over here to our left, the port aft, this is where this platform is and like i said it's about 50 feet up so it's like a spotting platform um directly ahead of you maybe 50 or 60 feet mind you you're still out in the corridor is a few benches and that's where a couple of these are and then you see another undead soldier just kind of walking uh by the tram walking by the the rails so and in, inside this middle room there's another soldier okay patrick is this the same orientation as the other room was or is <laughs> Aft no, towards the bottom uh, now. Of course not. That'd be way too easy. Right. <laughs> the uh, the aft is behind you all, and okay. the fore of the ship, the the front, is to the north. So this is kind of like a more standard. We're in a hallway, but the hallway opens up to to this, or are, is this just kind of like a little groove in the ground right now? Uh, no, you're just like on the other side of this this huge door and there's actually three of them leading out into the hallway oh and they are about 20 feet uh, a couple of them are about 20 feet wide there's one that's about 15 foot and you yeah and besides that there's the the tunnels that lead out of this room but those are the the main ways in and out and that is what you see you can spend like a good minute kind of observing and it uh it does seem like they are on alert these these soldiers uh, this area looks beyond lockdown. So it seems like we need to gain access to that security place in the center, right? But yeah, that's where I'd put it. Do we well, need to? Should we go there first, or? Yeah, Nack, you can tell just with a, a simple culture check that does seem to be perhaps the control for this station. I think anyone can actually make this pretty easy culture check. <laughs> Um, so there are certainly computers in there and well, anyone wants to make me an engineering check. If you've, if you got ranks in the skill engineering, mm -hmm. dokie. what'd you guys get? Uh, 36. Um, so yeah, both Andis and Ramey looking at these moorings on the graph train itself. You're pretty sure that if, if you were unable to, to hack the computer that they could be destroyed and you can steal the train that way, but it would be. It would be a, a bit of a feat. They look pretty, pretty heavy duty. Um, you can also figure that you could probably decouple the train. So you only have to destroy a few of the 
the the moorings and just take like one section of this four car tram but yeah in addition to that and just looking on the far end of this room you see there is a small chair and computer underneath the massive crane that looks like it is exactly like the one that's at the hangar bay <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that's that's what though that's the deets on this area Guys, it's time. It's time to make a plan. Hmm. You want to have it hash it out in character? Are we going in guns right. blazing? Are we using stealth? What's happening? Can I can I go in there and hit something now? Are well, we done? Well, let, let's let's see if we can find another way around this because the less that we make people aware of something happening and going towards the main bridge, the easier time we're going to have getting to the bridge. Well, remember with Wraith, we don't have to worry about that. If an alarm goes off in a specific area, it doesn't alert everybody. Yeah, else. but with live people, so they... Or not live people, but un- <laughs> sentient people, they will obviously be able to see you if you're <laughs> walking around. The computers wouldn't, but you can use Wraith 2.0 to dampen if they were to send a security alert from this section. So you basically cut these guys off from the the rest of the mm. ship. So I think um, we need to do that. Can we can we use Tomb Robber to to maybe set off an alarm in a specific part of this area so that they all race over there as we then move in and get set up? No, position? it's it's like decks of the ship. Or Hear me out, I have a plan. All right. I think we should abuse the wonders of invisibility. (laughs) Raimi has the ability to make people not seeable, and I have a technological device that can render me undetected. If Raimi makes Alindra invisible, she can go over and take out the, the stupid undead guy high up, and I can sneak over to the security room and attack the soldier in there before he sets off an alarm. Then when we start the kerfuffle and everybody else tries to attack us, you guys can come in for the flank. Yeah, the, the whole point of sneaking around is to avoid a fight entirely, buddy. I don't think we can avoid this fight. I, I think guess. we have to take out those five guys. I agree with Adras. This fight's going to happen. It's just a matter of making sure we take these guys down as equ- as fast as possible. I, I think there's might be a way around it. Actually, yeah, Raimi might be onto something. Invisibility is minutes per level, right? Uh, I think it's 10 minutes per level, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe Invis Andis, who then goes and operates uh, the crane. Reg- just a, well, see, regular invisibility, which you also have, is one minute per level, so 12 minutes. So 12 minutes, okay. That's a, that's the level two. Did you take I greater have, I invisibility, have, too? Yeah, I, I have both. Right. Greater is rounds. Round, right. Uh, so, yeah, we would have a maximum of 12 minutes. But that doesn't get you guys to the uh, doesn't guys that doesn't get you guys to the train. It would take um, us twelve minutes to get to the train. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, just because I activate the train doesn't mean that you guys get to the train without a fight. Right, because right. we gotta we gotta unlock the train, and that's either going into that room and taking out that dude and taking control of it and doing that quietly enough that the other guys don't notice us. <clears throat> I also have command undead. Do you have silence? No, but if if the gentleman in the control room is undead, I could cast command undead and control him to set things up for us. Does that work on sentient undead? It should. Yeah, I think it works on any. I think it's specifically sentient undead. Uh, this spell allows you a degree of control over an undead creature. If the target is intelligent, it perceives your words and actions favorably. Uh, it will not attack you while the spell lasts. 
which is one day per level. So for 12 <laughs> days, uh, I can give the target suggestions, but I must succeed at an opposed charisma check to convince it to do anything it wouldn't normally do. An intelligent uh, command undead never obeys suicidal or obviously harmful suggestions, but it might be convinced that something very dangerous is worth doing. We know that from our history on this show, Raimi is just like the most charismatic guy no. there is, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's going to work. How how insulated is that room? Can we tell, like, it, is it like a bunch of windows? Is it completely open? There are these three doors um, leading to the aft, this hallway that you're walking from, and then four tunnels leading out, uh, two to the port side and two to the starboard side. But, I mean... Whoa! Um, what, what are you What are you asking specifically well, about openness? Yeah, I'm asking like, can can these other undead see into the control room? Like, if we were to oh, get sorry. in there, the, this this small room in the center is just um, like a few feet high uh, wall, so it's open air. You can okay. see right in. Okay. I think we I think we we try to sneak as much as we can to take out the guy on the observation platform and then we just bum rush the rest of these fools. I don't know that yeah. we're going to be able to get out of this without a fight and this I don't, making Alindra invisible to get up there is a good idea, but I don't know if she is going to well, obviously, we know that she could take care of that guy by herself, but we don't know what he's yeah. what he's armed with. I mean, yeah, I have, I have confidence in Alindra though. I I I like the idea of her sneaking up and uh, and getting the drop on that dude. Yeah, once once com- once uh, once combat starts, I mean, Andis can fly over there and help her. Yeah, anyone with the jetpack could, right? And, or or Raimi yeah, can teleport in a few rounds. The, the, I also <laughs> yeah. I also have uh, a jetpack or jump jets. Yeah the 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 important bit is that the that that guy doesn't get you know just is able to just shoot us at random and that the guy in the control room doesn't sound the alarm those two people have to be stopped we, i don't think we need to worry so much about the alarm like that's we've got we've got a situation for that yeah the the alarm might sound to get all five of these guys that we can see attacking us at the same time but it's not going to bring anybody else to us correct so long as yeah. we activate wraith Right. Right. Yeah. But also correct. activating that will cause us to consume another card. Nope. That's Tomb Robber. That's a different virus. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, Wraith, is well, just, then, Wraith is just a... There don't seem to be many consequences here. So... Yeah. Oh, just, well, let's... I can I can shoot you yep, guys until Zero consequences. Dead. Zero consequences. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm okay with this plan. I'm, I'm fine with Alindra, so she'll go toward the guy on the platform. What is everybody else doing? Adros, uh, well, are we... you going toward the... the security thing? Uh, no, I'm just going to go to the closest... Adros will just go to the closest guy if he doesn't have to worry about the... If you guys are saying that the person in the control room doesn't matter, then he would just go to the first person he sees. That's on the ground. Well, I think the, I think the guy in the control room does matter. I just don't think him setting off an alarm. Matters. Right. Because we right. can keep that alarm no, he, contained. He's not going so he's, he's to waste it. his time running by two guys, opening a door, and going after that guy if right. the alarm doesn't matter. Right. All right, mm-hmm. Raimi, I, I, I very much feel that we are falling into a trap. <laughs> you, you think there's a big there's a big gate uh, that and has like opened the door that it can open up from the floor <laughs> and or unleash a bunch of little ships to fight us. Yes, 
Well, first we have to. So first, let's get a lid invisible. Then let's go after everything. Who's 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 becoming invisible? This sounds exciting. Let's let's actually. I think let let's have Alindra become invisible and go towards the guy in the corner, and let's have uh, Adras go invisible and go to the guy in the room uh, in the the security room because I don't want this thing that is now covered in orange that Patrick has highlighted. Uh, you remember the last time there was a big uh, gate in the floor that was that could be opened and what happened with yeah, that? That's why I don't want to alert anybody. Well we're not gonna get away with there, alerting anybody. That's yeah, that's there, impossible. Yeah. yeah, we can't we can't literally steal a train without five people in the room noticing that the train is being stolen. <laughs> yes. That's not gonna happen. We're, we're gonna be in a lot more trouble if we do that I, actually. I want to see you guys try. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I desperately yeah. want to try. I mean, yeah. I, I mean I'm just going to say, Miles, you can cast uh, the level two invisibility six times, right? Yeah. It's a, sure. as a level two. More than that with your spell cache. So you guys could all be invisible and just like hop on board that train and peace out. I mean, if if he wants to waste all his second level spell, or I mean, I shouldn't say waste. Well, we can't. We oh, can't I, just, I do have a secondary spell cache, don't I? We can't just hop on the train and peace out because the train is locked down. We have to unlock the train, and we yeah. can either. And just, you can. He. You have time to do that. Literally, invisibility will last long enough for Miles to walk into the control room, unlock it, have us all get into the train. I mean, that that is technically can, can happen because invisibility won't wear off for twelve minutes. It doesn't take. It's not going to take Miles more or and it's more than 12 minutes to hack into it, override it, and then... Yeah, because, I mean, this this room isn't that big. It's not 12 no. minutes to get from here to there big. Uh, if you no, guys, it, it, it'll only take you, like, three rounds to get to the, the train. If you guys want to try that, yeah. we can try that. Just I mean, prepared. mostly I just, I just... It's up to Miles if he wants to burn a lot of secondary, uh, second-level spell slots to cast invisibility that many times. But if he wants to do it, then I'm totally fine trying that. I... I... You know what? Bronk it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So we're okay. So we're all going to go invisible. Andis and Miles will go into the control room, hack the train, release it, and then we'll all get into the train and drive away. So which car are we going toward? Oh, you know the front car. It, I mean, which one is the front car? <laughs> it's the front car. It's the front car. Uh-huh. They look the same. Okay. I mean, it, it seems like the tr- the train is set up the you know like many a train it can go in either direction. So that's up to you, starboard okay, so it, port side. I mean, I'm just wondering which way goes toward where we want to go. Well, I guess we, it doesn't matter. It, it does. It doesn't seem to matter. And if we go towards the okay. starboard, the starboard car, then it's yeah, the closest. That's the so closest one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty, so burning five. This does not feel good to me, but okay. (laughs) Level two spells. So we'll just take this uh, turn by turn. You guys cast invisibility on yourself and walk out 30 feet. Is that what's happening? Well, a drop goes out. Can we not double move? Uh, You can. That will give you penalties to stealth. We're just going to walk. We're just, just, we Mm -hmm. we, we have 12 minutes. We have plenty of time. There's no need to rush. Oh, Nack is so relaxed, he starts whistling. <laughs> Shut up! That's fine. Randy shoots Nack in the head. <laughs> that's going to oh, make too much fine. noise. <laughs> uh, well, once again, like I said, you guys are sealed in spacesuits, so auditory stuff uh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> worrying about at all <laughs> right now because well, you can scream at the top of your lungs and it doesn't travel through vacuum. This section of the ship still open to vacuum. Like the majority of the the rest of it. Cool. Okay, so turn one. You guys move 
forward 30 feet, and we're going to do stealth checks like uh, like I like to do. You all roll stealth, and I'm going to I'm going to average together your highest and your lowest roll. Now, mind you, while invisible, get a, a, a minor bonus to your stealth roll <laughs> yes. because you can't be seen. <laughs> it is uh, it's plus 20. Or heard because it's a vacuum. Hold on. Yeah, we can't be seen or heard. How are they perceiving us if we fail a stealth check? We'll let the dice determine that. Oh, that's <laughs> malarkey. We'll see what the <laughs> dice say, hey? So why does everyone make a stealth check plus 20 to your, your modifiers? Plus oh, 20, you say? Plus 20. And I'm really only caring about the highest and the lowest roll. 44. Uh, 53. Yeah, I was about to say, 53, I think, is going to be our, our highest now. What did what did you roll, Adros? for Adros. <laughs> okay, so 39. Uh, so somewhere right in there is a 45, about average, between you two. And that's you guys no. moving as a unit. No, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. The 19 is with the... With the invisibility bonus with plus 20 yes wait i'm sorry what <laughs> the, the 19 is with the invisibility bonus he rolled a two. do you have a minus three on stealth i have an armor check penalty of minus three. Oh no <laughs> oh my god what's your dexterity it's a lot but it, i mean my dex is i was getting ready 16? to say it's it's impossible for you all to be perceived but now i gotta do some math yeah, so if your armor check penalty is minus three and your dex modifier is plus three, so your effective stealth modifier is zero. Well, do I get to add my dex to stealth because I'm not trained in it or anything? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I hate that see, penalty, though. This, yeah, it's it's not a trained-only skill. Anyone, I could, anyone can roll that. Okay, I'm not going to rant. So that would be plus three to that. So, so Adras' stealth was a 22. Okay, let's do some math here. I'm going to add together the highest and my sweet, sweet, Baby, baby, them, <laughs> and Edros, and that is, what, 53 and 22, 75? The average of that is, indeed, 37.5. <laughs> let me make some, uh, let me make some opposed perception rolls here. <laughs> Somehow, uh, Edros, in all of his invisibility, the tip of his tail is visible. <laughs> it's just a little I too mean, long. It's kind of like you guys said. lose the tip of his tail? <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, any tip true. becomes a new tip when you lose the tip, right? Like it's, <laughs> That's true. The tip moves still, further down. I have no idea how this is going to work because, I mean, like the whole armor check thing is because you're clunky and you make noise, but there's mm-hmm. no noise. But we're so in a vacuum. I have no idea how this is working. Oh, I'll explain it. Don't you worry if I roll it well. Now, a couple of these guys don't even have a, a chance. These lower commandos put these this guy in his conning spot up on the tower. Pretty good perception, as well as this one here in the main room. Make some d20 rolls. Natural two. Natural two. And on the other side of that d20, a natural 19. Never mind. (laughs) And you guys move another 30 feet. Nobody seems any the wiser. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's do this one more time. This is fun. <laughs> Come on. I don't want to roll this again. Oh, I rolled no. a two. Oh, no. Oh, no, Ooh. indeed. Oh, oh, no. Oh, why is everyone rolling <laughs> this round? Oh, that's what, uh, so that's a 43 for Raimi. Is, mm, who, who, is, is that the highest? Is, is, 
Raimi's the highest? Raimi's is, in fact, the highest. Uh, oh, because Because old Mac has a plus 18 to stealth and rolled a two. Oh. So that's 40. All right, so 43 and our lowest uh, is Tyler again. No. No, lowest is... So 32 plus 43, is that correct? Yes. That is, again, 75, which means your combined <laughs> stealth is 37. <laughs> going to make okay. another couple of d20 rolls for these now that you've got a better look at them this one here in the the command center you're only about 15 feet away from it's looking pretty ragged this does not look like a normal commando that you have fought corpse fleet undead Just give me a uh, you can give me a mysticism check if you'd like i believe to to figure out what this thing is if you guys want oh right. um uh biohackers can use physical science to identify undead that, that seems made up. Or, or <laughs> this isn't. Show me in an actual physically printed rule book where that is. Uh, I rolled a natural twenty on mysticism, so I got forty. Jeez Louise. Okay, so you, you know everything about this. Um, <laughs> I know his birthday. Well, his you mother know, forgot. <laughs> they they have a very good perception, but I have to roll very well on these d twenties for. Ooh, there's an 18. Oh. And a 13. These are Baycock. Uh, they are undead with some pretty hideous differences between them and the normal commando trooper. They're just medium-sized undead, but they look like completely stripped of flesh. They're just straight bone. What would you like to know about them, Miles? Yeah, I guess I would like to know uh, any special abilities they have. Right, so perhaps in your readings back on Eox, you might have perused the infosphere about these these creatures that were a, a pretty major part of the Eoxian navy back when the corpse fleet was still in line with Eox. They are undead crafted from the corpses of those who in life reveled in the thrill of chasing and killing living creatures as they arose as undead they were infused with, indeed, dark magic, giving them a few special abilities, and you get all of them because you rolled well over the uh, the DC to figure out these bad boys. The first one is they can infuse their, their projectile weapons with rounds of ammo made from bone and suffused with negative energy. And loading this into a, a, a gun, they can turn their their ammo into a magical bullet uh, made of made of that negative energy and if you are struck by an attack you could be paralyzed for a number of rounds as oh, it God. washes <laughs> over you they can also fire regular ammunition and uh, with this ability their second ability is called dread howl and you know uh, from the readings that they are able to make a magical burst of necrotic energy that is sense dependent but if you are within a certain range of them within a, a radius of their their unearthly screeching you can also become paralyzed huh. uh but their last ability is i mean it, it's very minor um a supernatural ability called devour soul where if they take a standard action next to an adjacent dead or dying creature you, you have to make a fortitude save and if you fail it you are dead completely forever and ever <laughs> <laughs> and it draws water to rush him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that is what Raimi knows about these bad boys. So do you want to continue on marching so, forward? Do you want to change things up, Miles? So, so well, quick question. Um, this you said that the the the, uh, the room that he's in is just a basically just a raised wall for a couple of feet, correct? Yep, it's kind of like a and counter. he's he's got the control terminal. Um, yeah, he's just looking at like one of the computers in there, okay. maybe right now. Somebody. Like, so what I'm wondering is, Andis, if Andis could wirelessly hack that while we're going towards the train. Yeah, I was just gonna ask if the doors of the train were open. Uh, they are not. Okay. Um, I think you guys should leg it. Move for the yeah. Move for the train. I'll um. I'll try to stay as far away from this computer as I can and uh, uh, try to try to access it. And then I'll just like, Step I'll just, in. yeah, I'll just uh, book it, make like Pizza <laughs> Hut and book it. That's that's not that's not an expression. <laughs> Do you think we ought to go around the train to the far side so that we use those doors and don't? raise suspicion by that's opening a good idea. doors magically. Yeah. As long as we I have mean, enough that's... time to do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Right. Just just don't just don't like just don't don't give the game away before I'm before I'm done hacking this thing. Right. Cuz like I I won't you like me, right? <laughs> you you're pretty <laughs> sure that it'll take a few rounds uh, right. indeed to hack. So, yeah, um yep. it means it's time for more stealth checks. I'm I'm only moving half of my half of my speed. So, yep, I can still include you in, in these folks if you roll very high or very low. All right, here we go. Oh, quite low. Knack with a good score. That's 52. Yeah, 52. 52 and our lowest is Edros with 32. That is correct. That is, when I do this math in my head, you guys are going to be amazed. 84. So half of that is 44. They, this turn at least, they have no possible chance of of, uh, of seeing you because you're. I'm sorry, it's 42, right? I know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm so ready to be amazed that he's going to do this in his head. Oh, no. Can you say something? <laughs> well, guess what? Forty-two. Uh, also, they can't see. They can't possibly <laughs> see. So, a more vindictive GM might just say, "No, they see you now. You're dead." <laughs> uh, but um, the rest of you, Edros, Ramy, Knack, and Alindra, if you are going to move again, go ahead and give me the four of you just sure. one more stealth check. All, All right. right. Adros might want to stay behind with Andis in case things. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Oof. Come on, oh, guys. It's the last great. one. Oh, we got a good one from Knack. Uh, Adros, you don't want to move with the party? Uh, Adros is going to stay with Andis in case everything goes south. He's not. They are not by themselves. Okay, so just the three of you all then. So a 30 and a 54. I'm going to do this math one more time in my head. You're going to be amazed. Listeners at home, players here in front of me, that is 84, half of which is the answer to everything. To be 42? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it's the same as last. I'm amazed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, the three of you move on to the other side of the train. Now, back here are two invisible best friends, Adros and Andis. Whoa, 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 whoa. Good friends, not best oh, friends. Well, you didn't stay behind with them, so. <laughs> Invisible best friends. This one right. me. Yeah, you guys can talk to one another, but you have like no idea physically in space. You're like, it's, are they right next to me? I don't, I don't understand. 
Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start start hacking. You said he's looking at the uh, he's looking at the computer. Yep. And you can uh, I think you basically can do this automatically <laughs> from within range. Uh, the computer that is securing the mooring clamps is only tier two. Okay. So I can I can probably do that pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, the only trick here is that when I'm using remote hack, anyone who's um, attending or observing the computer can make a perception or sense motive to notice that something is awry. So couldn't we use um, Tomb Robber? I'm so happy right now. Yeah. To so be... get everyone to go maybe divert their attention over here? No, because Tomb Robber requires that sort of works on like a larger scale oh Mm -hmm. gotcha um but so the dc would be uh let's see here 26 plus my intelligence so it would be 33 on the perception (sighs) check let me go ahead and roll this very important perception check so so let let me let me roll the the computers as well here we go. Oh no. Oh no. Well, the computers, you don't even need to roll because it's oh. what, DC 21? Oh, wow. <laughs> but I rolled an 18 on this guy's perception check, and it looks up from its computers and looks around and uh, seems very perturbed and immediately slams its hand down on a button, and red lights start flashing throughout this room. Um, and if you could hear, there might be some alarms going off on general comms. It seems to be pointing at these other soldiers who seem to kind of form up, move around the the bay a little bit. But yes, uh, a moment later, you are able to hit the button and what, like three rounds later <laughs> or less than that, because you, you beat this by at least uh, five or more. Gosh. You're able to, yeah, unclamp the moorings, which would leave this train open. Ooh. Okay. Activate okay. Wraith. Is it activated? I think it's activated. Yep. You can do it in response to that, which will basically mean that people outside of the, the station would not be able to, they, they wouldn't see this alarm going off. Okay. I whispered to Adros. I was like, we gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, calm units, you can just scream it. <laughs> we gotta go. I messed up right, so right. bad. It's such a bad right, job. Right. It's okay. It's okay. It's I'm the worst down. mechanic. You're a great biohacker now. I believe in you. I'm only a level one biohacker. That's okay. That still makes you great by my standards. I need each of you to individually make me a stealth check. Andros and Andis, if you're moving towards that train. Let's do it. All right. 53. 53 Ooh. for me. A good one from Andis. Let's see if this is a good one from Andros. Perception checks. An 18 on my dice. Their perception. 17. I've hit 35. This one looks in basically exactly where you're standing, Edros. And as soon as that happens, I need everyone to make initiative roll. Yes. No. no. Just get in the you're, car. All we have to do, they still can't on, see us. Just get in the get car the and ship. leave. Just get on the it ship, doesn't matter. This literally doesn't matter. They can sh- try and shoot me. It won't matter. Oh, no. I mean, unless you get paralyzed. I mean, that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's improbable. <laughs> that's, that's just not going to happen. Oh, good. I rolled high. A dross rolled a twenty-five. Oh, you know what? I didn't even I didn't even think about this, but I need to make some more perception checks because these regular bone troopers could possibly see you as well or be aware. They do not. I roll very low. <laughs> uh, so we're in combat, and a dross 
you have the first action here. Rolled very well on that uh, 18 on your initiative roll. Is that right? So a 25. Yeah. What you want to do? Get the train. Mm, they did not. Uh, the door isn't open to the train, correct? Nope. It'll be a move action to open it up. I can't. Can I open it from the square I am in? I am diagonal from the. Um. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You're within five feet. This is not. This might not go well. Adros will open the door as a move action, mm-hmm. and then he is going to. Oh man, I don't know if I should just move into the car now or wait until. No, no, you, sh- you should get on the train right now. You should get on the train. They, he, they still can't see us yet. Right. They, they only can only see you. So just get on the train now. <laughs> well, okay. they, they can't see you. You're invisible. They, uh, this one seems to be aware of your presence. Opening the door is going to flag your position, though. I mean, if you're already right, right, but invisible. It, right, right. But, but his position is already sort of yeah, well, been made. Then, then wait. I can move. Why don't I just move to the other side of the train? That is a possibility as well. If that's what yeah. you want to do. I'm just going to I'm going to move all the way to the other side of the train just to try and get out of their line of sight mm-hmm. and Rainy, Knack and Alindra. Let me double check my move. Uh, how m- okay, I have 40. I can move 40 feet. No problem. So you you could run all the way around the train like to there. Yeah, I can run all the way around the train and basically duck low in a single move action. And Mm -hmm. then I'm going to ready another move action to move inside the train once I see the doors on this side open up. Can you make me another stealth check? I'm sorry, every time you move, it's going to require one of these. And this one is running. Got to get a negative on this one. That's fine. May we'll see how I roll here. Come on, big number. Yeah, big number. 17 on the dice. That's a 37. That's, a best, that's about as best as I could ever hope to do. 37. I know you won't roll another 18 on me. Yeah, then now he's going to roll a 20. Yeah, that would be massively unfortunate. Yeah, let me roll a few dice here. Oh, boy. Come on. 19. You are, Patrick, you are murdering me. Oh, a one on the dice. One of these guys is completely unaware <laughs> of where you are. Makes no sense how they're detecting, but that's fine. Well, it looks like as you're running through, yeah, you're you're kicking up these little eddies of uh, maybe space dust, metal shavings, things like that. This guy seems to draw a bead exactly <laughs> where you're running across the, the platform here. Yeah, and next in the turn order, you see this one indeed inside the, the this little security room. Kind of move forward. Kind of move to the edge of his room here. And fortunately, I think he's going second here. The only one that's going to be hit by his ability is Andis. Andis, this thing lets out an unearthly howl that seems to through um, your suit in the vacuum of space. You hear what sounds like an undead blood curdling to the marrow of your bones uh, scream. Uh, I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh. It's your best one, right? It is Whoa. (laughs) Everyone's rolling rocks tonight. 18 on the dice. Yes, you have saved and... Yeah, you feel the fear creeping up your spine, but then cool android nanites suppress all that, and you're like, <laughs> I don't feel emotions. <laughs> uh, Wait, I yes. forgot. I'm not scared of nothing. Uh, yep, and that that's all he's doing. Knack, it is your turn. All right. Um, can I go in the train? It's a move action to open that door, and then, yeah, another move to move on inside. Yeah, then we're going to do that. Cool. 
Alindra Valis, are you moving inside as well? Yep, moving in. And that will trigger Adros's ready to action to also move in. Um, and Raimi, you can file in. Yes. Uh, now, I, I have a question. Uh, this little uh, bit up here that looks like a screen, is that the controls? Uh, yes. At either end of this tram, there does seem to be a control console that is... Can I go ahead and ready the controls so that once Andis gets inside, we can boot scoot and boogie on out of here? It's going to be a computer's check. All right. 33. Uh, 33 is going to be enough. This is also a pretty low-tier computer. It's going to take just one more round after this, though, of hacking skills. Oh, boy. And next, we are on to these undead. This one... Oh boy. He's going to move up and open this door. And this guy over here, Andis, moves right through your square. Uh, you can't take an attack of opportunity if you want, but uh, he's going to move up to this door and open it up. The one immediately in front of you. Yeah, no, I'm going to be cool. <laughs> looks uh, like I'm leaning up against the tree. <laughs> Make me a stealth check, and unfortunately, this one. Well, it's gonna be very hard as he's like walking on top of you, practically <laughs> touching me now. Like, cause, cause now it can like sense me with its uh, stealth, or with it, sorry, with its uh, touch sense, with its feet <laughs> ability. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've got uh, twenty six plus. 20 minus whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy bumps right into you as, as he's going forward uh, and looks very alarmed and smacks the uh, the button on the door. So the guy moves right around to look straight at you, but he's kind of looking through you as you are invisible. He does indeed pull something from his waist and pop a button on it and throws it into the train. And I need everybody <laughs> to make me a reflex save. Alendra, watch your step. It's a 21. Ooh, got another natural 20 from Knack here. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, seeing this door open and uh, not Andis there, but an undead. You all are able to shield your eyes at the last second as another flash grenade goes off right at your feet. Uh, No one has got the blind condition set. Yes! Yes. Not a single person. That would make hacking much harder. (laughs) One might say impossible, but yes, being blind uh, when you're not used to it very hard. Uh, Andis, we are on to you. This guy has opened the door for you. Oh, good. Uh, let's see. Well, since I'm invisible, I'm trying to decide if I want to just do something silly. Uh, no, let's not be silly. Let's take a move action to Are you going to bantam or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, technically, it's not like an attack, right? If you pant somebody, I don't think that makes invisibility go away. So. I think that's a dirty, uh, dirty uh, trick. That'd be a dirty trick. Attack. <laughs> Uh, Andis, I thought it would be funny if you set up a, a sticky grenade on the wall of the train and then detonated it and caused the soldier to stick to the train and then we took off down the tunnel. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. Um, uh, so I'm just going to five-foot step into the train and then I'm going to shut the door. <laughs> okay. It's like, aha, gotcha. Already, uh, Josh Veronis, we're on to you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm tempted to try and steer this train. It is not yet unlocked. Yeah, I, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> it's going to take at least one more turn. 
Oh, well then. That door's closed. Uh, I'm gonna close my door. How about that? We nobody closed this door. Okay, that's a move action. Anything else? Uh, nope. Oogly doogly. Uh, you see lifting off the ground this the soldier in the metal command section levitates off the ground and runs into the open train car three back and Knack felt spar around to you. That's his turn. Uh, so Raimi is on this thing. Can I join him in hacking this to get us going faster? You can aid, but he's already well into it by the time I think even you uh, uh, step over to the, the console. Looks like he's got it under control. Go on, link the cab so it's just our little our little thing. <laughs> <laughs> a little pocket rocket. Uh, preemptively get him, and I would like to hold my action. I'm sorry. Do you want to ready an action? Yes, I would like to ready uh, a clever attack uh, for when he inevitably finds us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, who? Uh, the guy that's in the the third car. Oh, there. Uh, yes. You see him move into the third tram. Alindra Vallis, we're on to you. So we're able to disconnect our car from the rest of the tram, right? How do we manage to do that? Andis seemed to believe that uh, with a an engineering check, you'd be able to decouple the cars. But uh, oh no, I should have done that. Oh, yeah, I told you to do. I, I didn't I hear you. That. I'm sorry. Um, I I could cut it with my solar weapon, but yeah, no, the coupling you think will be a little bit more difficult than that. But uh, yeah, you you think it might uh, might affect the train somewhat because it is kind of powered by each of these trams. But it would um, and it's a fairly easy engineering check um, to uh, to separate these back trams from from the the front that you all are in. Do it. It is Alindra's turn though now. Anything anything else, Alindra? Um, I'm gonna hold my turn. Okay. Remy Quindar continues hacking. You are able to break into this thing with the, the remainder of your turn and the controls look like they are open to, to you or anyone else. Beep. Beep. <laughs> I'm a tram. Let's see here. Mm-mm-mm. So these guys, this one, there's another commando that moves onto the train, kind of goes behind his commander. This guy is going to, both of the ones that are uh, by the front move towards their commander as well. And this uh, you see flying down from the the conning spot at the top another one of these big hawks and goes right into the train and it's one for seven we're on to you must go faster must go faster must go faster <laughs> what do you want to do um let's see I'm going to I'm gonna try to make that uh try to make that engineering check boy oh boy would it be great if you had the natural 20 and or birthday reroll <laughs> oh that's right Nack has the the 20 <laughs> right, right. He could have just like come, come back here and just auto succeeded oh, on this I thing. hate that I forgot uh, uh, but uh, let's see we'll have fun with a random roll right now <laughs> right here we go so I go, so I go out and I'm like in between the trains and I uh, kneel down and I'm like jerking on this thing right as the as the train starts uh, starts like inching forward slowly and here I go uh, it's gonna be a 35. The engineering check required, unfortunately, to decouple these trains is 34. 34. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, so you like disconnect a couple of pneumatic hoses and you know there's definitely like an iron spike that you have to like beat with your hand for like a good three seconds but then you hear like a and it does indeed disconnect and i just i i hold onto the door and then i uh sort of pick up my left foot and sort of wave goodbye to the to all the commandos in the <laughs> other cars well you're invisible so they don't see <laughs> well it makes me feel good <laughs> I, shoot, I shoot my gun off a little bit so I become visible and then I wave goodbye. <laughs> Patrick, roll a perception check for those guys to see if they see. That's a great... Yeah, no, make a stealth uh, engineering check. <laughs> uh, there's 34. Four plus... Uh, yeah, they're, they're not going to be able to see. Aww. I'm sorry. Well, sorry, I can't roll better numbers. Uh, yes, so that they they are loading up into this tram, but um, before that, um, anyone else can make a piloting check to to operate the the front of the vehicle. Uh, beep beep. <laughs> Is that what uh, that what's Ramy's doing? Yep. Are you some kind of like good pilot or something? Some sort of like 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 king of pilots or like queen or jack of pilots, <laughs> the joker of pilots, joker of pilots. My character theme. He's yeah, a no, seven of diamonds of pilots. I think you actually get a, a little bonus with the the character theme level twelve here for for doing cool stuff like stealing a train. And yeah, uh, decoupled, you're able to scoot off. Yes. Uh, with a. You know, there's no lead up, just the mag train just goes zero to about 50 uh, in in a few seconds. I'm and so happy right now. You have no idea. That we've it's, yeah, I mean, you're, you're bathed in darkness as you move through some tunnels immediately after and don't even yeah, care. You're you're out of that section of the ship. And yeah, it's it's only a few moments you know, you're in like a whole nother deck. You're able to like kind of wind around, making some some turns, and getting used to the controls of of the grav train. There is a little bit of a of a map. It is super complicated of the ship, and like there's all these kind of branches and turns that these grav trains can take. They seem to both move people, and the the trains can like move equipment and material through the the ship very quickly. And yeah, after you move the train from the station about a minute later, um, there is a very loud alarm sound that you know emanates throughout your little section of the, the train and all the monitors in the this section of the graph train tune to the same frequency. You hear a broadcast over open comms. Security alert, security alert. Stand by for a message from Captain of the Guard, Nashal. The screen goes black, and you think for a moment maybe it's a dead connection, but from this darkness, this inky blackness, emerges a shadowy figure. One that you can barely see, but you can make out just little pinpricks of white. It seems like a large skeletal face zoomed in on the, the blackness of a, an orbital cavity, the, the lack of a nose. Bony horns from brow... Uh, uh, shows the, the marking of the skull kind of looking angry and in Eoxian it has a proclamation it says attention all crew empire of bones we have learned of intruders aboard this vessel and we are moving to high alert in all sections black room protocols and they are to be exterminated on sight a mag train has gone missing 
Their current location is unknown, but when we find them, we will make them no pains untold. Be sure to report any suspicious activity to me directly. Nashal out. And just about uh, a minute or so after that, you guys see some lights in the tunnel behind you. It looks like a, another vehicle rapidly approaching you all. Uh, from behind? Correct. <clears throat> Hmm. On this, on the same tracks, R- and it is, R- it is moving very quickly to catch up. Ramy, drive casually. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna work. Cast invisibility on the train. <laughs> well, I do have greater invisibility, so maybe that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> just touch every single individual component. The undead skeleton, the skeletal face of Nashal, turns back to the camera before it cuts out and says, and one more thing to be continued next week on the podcast. And a wasted natural 20 and a wasted birthday re-roll. There were tons Tons of D20 rolls you guys just didn't want. What are you talking about? All I did was roll stealth. <laughs> and a re-roll's not you, gonna help me. It could have. And and <laughs> no. I, I, a natural 20 could have helped a little on the stealth, but probably not that much. And I was expecting to get into combat where that would have made that a bigger difference, but here we are. Yeah, oh well. Here we are. Yeah. That 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 Ooh. combat that I was told was impossible to avoid. No, apparently it's very possible if you invisible. Everyone in uh, the group. We, we still went into initiative turn order, which means we still went into combat. <laughs> we didn't go into combat. But um, since, since we left them alive, though, they have now alerted the entire ship to our presence. So yeah, I mean, they, the, it remains which, to be which, seen whether which, we got away scot-free or not. Well, we didn't get away scot-free, but it makes me wonder how effective Wraith really is. <laughs> It cannot hide the fact that you guys stole a train. I'm sorry. Next week's week's going to be this train exploding, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. 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 We'll see what happens, though. I thought thought, thought that was a lot of cool vehicle battles. Yes, we've not really used vehicles before. Thankfully, you've got a Joker uh, pilot at the 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 helm here. Miles, you ready to do some vehicle chases next time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know the rules that well. We need to. I don't either. But we sure. need to read up. I'm game. Next week. <laughs> uh, I, I, it'll be I'm, fun. I'm just. I had someone. I, I. It was. It was something that I've been wanting to do this entire campaign is properly of like avoid a combat and and finding their solution. So I was really happy to to get the chance to do that. Yeah. Well, I was I was excited to shoot you with guns, but you know, we we all have to make sacrifices, don't we? <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens next time. I think there there might still be some shooting, but oh boy, yeah. the rest of this AP volume is so much fun. I cannot wait to get to it. So, <laughs> let's uh let's all go to work for a week and sleep seven more times and then come back here. Yeah. Do this all again next week. Um thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, thank you. you. And 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 say we stole the train. Good night everybody. We stole, we the, stole train. the train. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs>